What's good, podcasters? Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts, My Pen Sports Podcast. This episode, I'm going to give y'all week six games, my top four games of week six. Give y'all my predictions of week six because I have to get number one this week. Then I'm going to switch it over to the NBA preseason. Give y'all the updated scores the last night. Give y'all the games that's popping off tonight. Then I'm going to give y'all my little opinion about the Stephen A. and J. Will debate. So let's get straight to it, man. Week six in the NFL jumps off tonight. Then tonight we're going to have the Bucks and the Eagles. Mm, that's going to be, I think that's going to be an all right game. You know, I already kind of figure who, my opinion on who's going to win this game. But I'll let y'all know. So the Bucks and the Eagles jumps off tonight. Then we got the Ravens and the Chargers, the Dolphins and the Jags, Packers and the Bears, Bengals and the Lions, Texas and Colts, Rams and Giants, Chiefs and those Washington football team, the Vikings and the Panthers, Cardinals and Browns, Raiders and Broncos, Cowboys and Pats, Seahawks and Steelers, and on the Monday night game, we got the Bills and the Titans. Hmm. Sounds pretty, some of them games sounds all right. Some of them games was kind of hard to pick from. I can tell y'all that right now, man. I it, I had to sit back, lean back a little bit, and, and, and really see who I was going to pick this week. Because six week is week six, my bad. <laughs> it was 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 a little difficult picking. But I, I get to that later. Let's talk about the top four games of this week, in my opinion. The top four games of this week, in my opinion, is one of them is the Vikings and the Panthers. The reason why I chose that game because I want to see how good the Panthers' secondary is. I all this hooping Robinson's now they got Stephon Gilmore over there. Now all of a sudden they become one of the best secondaries in the league. I don't see. I don't understand like how. I understand like don't get me wrong. Stephon Gilmore is one hell of a player. I believe that. He can make a difference in the defense because the Pats really ain't getting that many turnovers since he's been gone. So now that the Pats got rid of him, Panthers picked him up. Now all of a sudden, like I said, the Panthers is the best sec- had the best secondary. So they're going to have to live up to it. I'm going to have to see that because I don't believe one person is going to change the, the whole dynamic of everything. I believe he can be a key part to your defense because the the Panthers already had a good front seven there, a good front seven. And now you're telling me now they they got one of the best back ends of the game? So that's one of the reasons why that the Cardinals and the Vikings game is is a top game this week. Can Carolina, and, and Carolina is favored to win. Despite that, the the Vikings have a better quarterback than Carolina. I believe that Kirk Cousins is better than Sam Donald. I'm not saying that Kirk Cousins is an elite quarterback. I'm just saying that Kirk Cousins is a decent, better option than Sam Donald. Sam Donald already threw six interceptions and only six touchdowns this year. Versus Kirk Cousins, he already threw ten touchdowns and three interceptions this year, I believe. So that's already balanced. The only thing, um, well, shit. 
both running backs out because Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook is out. So the running backs are pretty much even now. It's the battle of the backups. So, uh, Carolina, uh, I, I see why you kind of favor the win, but still, that quarterback play is just not where is it at. So, in all in a nutshell, I, I believe it's going to come down to who is going to make the most mistakes in that game. And for Carolina to be leading in the, in the poll to say that they uh, have a better chance of winning with Sam Donald, I believe he's going to make the most mistakes. Maybe. Or Kirk Cousins is going to make mistakes because everybody's already saying that the Panthers has had one of the best secondaries. So... It's the flip of a coin on this game. And this this game is going to be very, very interesting. I, that's why I picked, picked this game as one of my top fours. Another game of the top fours, we're going to kind of keep it in the AFC, I mean the NFC North. The Packers and the Bears. The reason why is now is, is kind of figure out who's going to lead this, this division. Can the Bears do it with... uh? Justin Fields, or will King Rogers still be on top of his throne? So this game is going. This game is going to pretty much comes down who wants it more. Who wants to lead this division in the first six weeks of the game of the season? And I'm pretty sure that the Packers, they're going to try to score every chance they get. No disrespect to uh, Mason Crosby, but homie, I'm surprised you still have your job. I understand you won the game with the uh with that field goal, but the Packers wouldn't have been in that predicament if you would have hit those field goals in the beginning. Point blank said, man. So I'm pretty sure that they're gonna try to keep the ball out your foot. <laughs> you can't say hands. So they're gonna try to keep it out your they're gonna try to keep it out your foot, homie. I'm pretty sure the Packers are gonna try and even on those short distance, fourth and one, fourth and three, maybe even fourth and five. That the Packers might still go for it. And they might be in Mac, uh, Mason Crosby um, field, range, field goal range. So, I hope the Packers can. But on the flip side, I kind of hope they don't. Because once again, I still have this bet with my homeboy. <laughs> and he's... I'm trying to win this money. Point blank said. But the Bears better take every opportunity if the Packers can't score. What I mean, what you mean by that, Dev? This is what I mean. If the Packers so happen to miss several field goals this game, they said, fuck it, put it in Mason Crosby foot. And he misses. And this time and this time still left on that clock. The Bears, you have to score. You have to. Do not punt that ball back to Rogers and the Packers and and let them dictate the game. Don't let them make a mistake and y'all clean it up and, and let them march right back down the field or march down the field, period. So the Bears, y'all, I believe that y'all need to make sure. That every opportunity you have, better score. And I don't mean kick field goals all the time. 
You're gonna have to you're gonna have to punch it in for seven a couple times. Another game. The Cardinals and the Browns. Woo! Can the Cardinals stay undefeated? Will they stay undefeated? I believe this is gonna be one of the top games that everybody should watch. If you even if you're not a Browns or a Cardinals fan, if you're a football fan, I believe this is one of the key games right here. Simple fact is, like I said, already we already want to know can the Cardinals stay undefeated. Number two, can the Browns contain Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray is, is is having an awesome year right now, and I believe that you're gonna have to you're gonna have to put hands on him. You're gonna to have to touch him. You're gonna to have to make Kyler Murray into a runner before you make him to a person that keeps the play alive. Don't let Kyler Murray play backyard football. I believe that that's gonna be the only way that the, the Browns can stay in the game. But on the flip side, can the Cardinals defense slow down the Browns rushing? That's gonna be another. See, this, this is why I said. This game is going to be a game to watch, in my opinion, because we don't really know too much about the Cardinals' defense. Other than week one, um, Chandler Jones had five sacks, and that's about it. They signed J.J. Watt. They don't no longer have Patrick Peterson, and somehow, some way. The Cardinals are still undefeated, and their defense is still not really being mentioned. I believe they have a decent defense. They have to. They have to have it to stay undefeated, because it's not like the Cardinals is throwing up fifty to forty points, anything in that nature. The Cardinals barely beat the damn 49ers last week, seventeen to ten. So, I believe they have a a decent team. But to stay undefeated is going to be very, very hard against a team that can pretty much control the clock. If they want to, if they just want to just run, they got two running backs that can just round all day long. And now it's going to be up to the Cardinals defense to, to, to take that punishment. And can they take that punishment? And then not the fact that even if you try to withstand that punishment, Baker still can throw the ball. He still has a little bit of weapons left. He still has OBJ, who's yet to score yet, maybe. And he's probably itching to score. You still got one of the uh, tight ends. I can't really uh, remember his name. I think his name is Duke Way or something in that nature. You still got People Jones, who you kind of using like your Chase Claypool of the Steelers. So... The Browns have keys a little bit, but I just think the Cardinals just have a little bit more with D-Hop, A.J. Green on the other side on the offense, and they have a good rushing attack. They have a balanced attack over there in the Cardinals. Not saying that the Browns don't have a balanced attack either because, like I said, a healthy Baker and a healthy Browns receiver core, you know, if they can get Landry back, and, you know, keep OBJ healthy, then Baker has, and if Baker stay healthy, you know, Baker has somebody to throw to, and the Browns become more balanced. 
That's just my 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 thoughts on that one. Chargers and the Ravens. Woo! This is going to be a good game. Great game. You know I'm gonna be tuned in. Popcorn ready. Chilling. Because this is Herbert versus Lamar now. This is the this is one of the times that Herbert kind of need to shine a little bit more. He's going to have to against Lamar because we already know everybody knows what Lamar is bringing to the table. Lamar is going to bring Lamar. He's going to do him. He's going to find a way to to score. So I believe that um this is Herbert first one of his first may not first, but one of a good test. Number one, can Herbert keep that hot hand going? Can Herbert can can Herbert stretch that field that the they like to do? That's that that's another thing we we gonna have to find out. And can the Ravens be ready for Herbert to stretch that field? Because I really hope that the Ravens can be ready. That second we we thin on that secondary right now. And I believe if uh if we can't get that secondary together, then Justin Justin Herbert, I mean, yeah, Justin Herbert is gonna have a an all out game as he been having the first five weeks. And then Chargers, I'm gonna just say this right now. If you get the lead against the Ravens, do not relax nor look back. I'm trying to tell you. You better ask the Colts. You better ask the Lions. You better ask the Chiefs. You better ask everybody right now. That if you let up one play, if you look back one time, you relax. You, If you think that the game is over and there's still time left on that clock, you have another thing coming because Lamar is going to be coming full force. Not just Lamar, that Ravens team. Once Lamar finds his swag and that and that team finds that momentum, then it's gonna be hard to stop him. It's gonna be very, very, very hard to stop him. So Chargers, if you get that lead, don't look back. Because I guarantee if if if, if uh the Ravens get that lead, we ain't gonna look back. We're gonna keep punching and punching and punching and punching. And we if you think that we still can't run the ball, you got another thing coming. We can we looking for a team to start this honey yard rushing all over again. So that's my top four games of the week. The Vikings and the Panthers, Packers, Bears, Cardinals, Browns, Chargers, Ravens. My predictions of this week six. Like I said, it was kind of hard. But for tonight's game, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. For that Chargers and Ravens game, y'all already know who I'm choosing. The Ravens. Dolphins and Jags, I'm going to take the Jags. I'm going to go out and take the limb and say the Jags is going to get their first win. Packers, Bears, I'm going to choose the Packers. Bengals, Lions, I'm going to choose the Bengals. Texans, Colts, I'm going to go ahead and choose the Colts. Rams, Giants, I'm choosing the Rams. Chiefs and Washington, I'm going to choose the Chiefs. I think this is the week that the Chiefs get back on track. Panthers and Vikings. I'm going to choose the Panthers. I'm going to go ahead on the limb and see 
how good this secondary is. Cardinals and Browns, I'm going to take the Cardinals. I believe that the Cardinals just have a little bit better team to keep that undefeated streak to keep going. Raiders and Broncos, I choose the Raiders. I believe Raiders is going to get back on track that now John Gruden is in the rear mirror. Cowboys and Pats, I think the Cowboys is going to win because I the Cowboys is on the street. They showing that maybe they should be talked about now. Maybe Dak Prescott is the answer for them. So, I choose the Cowboys. Steelers and uh, Seahawks, I choose the Steelers. There's no Russell Wilson, and at the last week, I'm no longer choosing the Seahawks. <laughs> they got to play against a, a sorry team that I that I believe that they're going to win. So I choose the Steelers in the C, out of the Seahawks game. Bills and Titans, I'm choosing the Bills. So once again, Bucks, Ravens, Jags, Packers, Bengals, Colts, Rams, Chiefs, Panthers, Cardinals, Raiders, Cowboys, Steelers, Bills. Those are my picks. Hopefully, I can come out on top this week, man. I need to. I have to. I am going to. <laughs> man, let's get straight to this NBA. NBA preseason scores last night. It was the Blazers and the Suns. The Suns came out on top 119-79. The Mavericks and the Hornets, man, the Mavericks put a spanking on them. 127-59. That is just like, woo. The Grizzlies and the Pacers, the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies lost that 107-109. Celtics and the Magics, Magics came out on top 103-102. Pistons and Knicks, Knicks got that 108-100. Nuggets and Thunder, Thunder got that 108-99. Bucks and Jazz, Jazz got that 124-120. Tonight's game is the Lakers and the Kings. Hopefully my Lakers can get that first preseason win. <laughs> Heats, Hawks, T-Wolves, Nets, Nuggets, Thunder. That should be a pretty pretty good preseason game. Games, I should say. You know, I, hopefully, like I said, I, I, don't, I might try to stay up and watch the Lakers and Kings. Every time I say that, I, I just don't. <laughs> but, um, man, did y'all hear about this, this or did y'all see... I'm pretty sure it's on social media and everywhere. The Stephen A versus J Will on that Kyrie situation. I don't understand like how Stephen A can be pissed. Yes, I see both sides of the story. Don't uh, let, let me start off saying that I see both sides of the story. I see why that Stephen A is furious about why Kyrie should play, get vaccinated, and all that good stuff, and I also see. Why J. Will said what he said. So, I believe, like I stated in my last episode, that I believe that everybody should support everybody's decision. Doesn't matter if you vaccinated or unvaccinated. Kyrie believes that the vaccine ain't, it's no good for him. That's his body. You know what I mean? Only he can tell himself was good for himself you know if he feel like the virus is the vaccine is not good for him then it's not good for him we wasn't worrying about the vaccine last year and we let these guys play 
We wasn't worrying about the vaccine when it, when, when, when it was in the bubble. When we let these guys play. You told them, put a mask on when we near each other. And you let them play. Now that the vaccine is out. And, 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 and worldwide and stuff like that. It's just, oh, now you got to get the vaccine. You got to get it. You got to get it. You got to get it. It wasn't that you got to get it last year. The vaccine was out last year. Last season, I should say. But it wasn't no push. Now it's a push this year. I don't get it. Now on Stephen A's side, I get it. Kyrie signed the contract. He's obligated to do what the team has asked, pretty much what the team has asked him to do. You pretty much, you're, you you got to do what they ask because you signed that contract. Yeah, I, I get it. But COVID wasn't out when he signed the contract. Yes, he recruited Kevin Durant, said, come play with the Nets, let's do this. Let's... I get all that. You did all that just to, to say I, I'm not playing because of the back. That's his body, Stephen A., man. You can't get mad of something that wasn't out before he signed that contract versus what's out now during his contract. Everybody's Everybody's decision should matter. Like I said, I, I believe you should just let this man mask up and let him play. Let him keep taking the COVID test how many times he had to take it last year. If he's uh, clear to play, let him play. If he, if he tests positive, then don't let him play. Don't let him be around. I don't understand like what's different this year than what, what was last year. You know, that 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 was just pretty much my, my take on it. You know, I, I seen it on social media. I didn't really watch it, watch it, but I seen it and I kinda listened to it and, and, and like I said, I, I heard both sides of the stories. You know, and I just believe I'm kinda leaning towards more J Will side if I had to choose a side. But it's not really a side. I, I say I I like his opinion better than Stephen A's opinion. Now, let's let's leave it like that. It's not choosing sides because that's what this whole vaccine is doing to us. It's making us choose sides. It's making us saying I'm against you because I I don't believe in what you believe in. It it you know so. I believe I, I like I like J. Will Penn a little bit better than Stephen A's. I believe that Kyrie should do what's best for him and the league should do what's best for them. Keep testing this man, allow this man live out his contract at this contract. If y'all want to come up with a vaccination rule, then hey, you did it. He's not in his contract no more. He's a free agent. It's whatever. So let the man play. So on that note, man, I want to say as always, thank y'all. Thank y'all. I appreciate y'all tuning in. You know, without y'all, there would be no me, <laughs> pretty much. And without y'all, what I say, what I mean, without y'all, there would be no me. I need y'all to share the podcast. You know what I mean? Hit that share button when you listen. Let let the next person know who you're listening to and why you're listening to me. You know what I mean? Whether I'm just your homeboy, whether I'm really kicking out actual facts, whether you just like hearing my voice, 
whether you believe that my opinions really matters. Just spread the word. Let them know that I'm on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Let them know. Or point them to my IG page. And I let them know. <laughs> you know, you can find my IG at my THTS, my opinion underscore sports podcast. Or you can point them to my Twitter. My Twitter's going to let them know the same thing. And that's my THTS, my pen. Holla at me. If that's not good enough for y'all, holla at me on my Gmail. If you feel like you want me to, a segment, a segment you want me to talk about. Or if you just want to come kick it on the show with me. And we can kick out these facts and have a nice little debate. You can reach me at my THTS, my pen at gmail.com. And once again, man, I say thank y'all for tuning in. This is your boy, Dev. This is my Thoughts, My Opinion Sports Podcast. I'll holler at y'all next time. I'm out.